This is the Watch Geek Time Podcast. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning into Watch Geek Time. This is the WatchGeekTime.com Podcast. It's a conversation about heritage, history, and why we're so hooked on horology. Sit back and relax. We're going to talk about everything from watches to watches. The WatchGeekTime.com podcast is recorded live on Saturdays from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Time. I am your host and in-house watch geekologist Scott Goldman on the boards as always is. Hey, it's Jody. Hey, buddy. How are you, man? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You've been going through a, a relocation services. My God, it's been busy. I mean, I, I spent that time up in uh, Canada. I came back and uh, went looking at uh, apartments and boom, we found one. It was sort of unexpected. So I've just been moving. It's been so busy. Even today, I've got to go over to the old place and still pick up some stuff in the basement so are you just making trip after trip or did you rent a u-haul how did that look i i did uh last weekend um i had my friend leo he friend actually, yeah friends don't help friends move buddy <laughs> this guy he's he's good value but he uh, he's good, he helped me he's we, good we, value because he's free <laughs> good value but uh he helped me move just the the, the heavier stuff but um that's nice it I've I've just got the mini C, so I um oh that's I just right. Swing past that's each right. day, and I just grab more things. But it, now it's just tools. Are you almost done there? Almost. Okay. Yeah, just a few tools and odds and ends down in the basement. That's, All right, that's good. Pretty much it. But yeah, Jody in his spare time builds guitars. Those are the those are the tools of the trade. Yeah. What are you wearing there? I brought the glycine today. It's a sweet piece, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's keeping beautiful time. You were saying that really you've time. had it on. What, a couple weeks now? It's just perfect. Yeah, I haven't touched it. That's good. So it's been good. I, of course, what else? Jaeger, LaCultra, Amvox, too. What else? What else? What? I love it. I love that band. And you, too. <laughs> it, the strap is good, the right? The strap is great. But you were just before the show on your phone showing me that blue dial Memovox. Oh, from you, Jaeger? Yeah. <sighs> that's nice. That's a sweet piece. Check that out. That's yeah. really good. Hey, reach us on the Twitter at Watch Geek Time with the hashtag What Are You Wearing Today or hashtag W-A-Y-W-T. Give us a make and model and reference number if you happen to know it. Today we're going to, uh, instead of brand focus, we're going to do a little gear shifting for today's show. We're going to do a little watch spotting. Hey, by the way, it's our 53rd episode. Really? 53rd. Crazy. Yeah. We'll talk about sports figures, celebrities, etc., and what they're wearing. And it wouldn't be much of a show about watches if we didn't talk a little bit about the Paul Newman Daytona that just sold for seventeen plus million dollars. U.S. Yeah, that's American. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this was this was Paul Newman's watch. So, and it has an inscription on the back from Joanne Woodward. So, I guess it's. So what's the, the, I mean, even long before this one was auctioned, this individual piece, when the odd, you know, Newman Rolexes come up, there's a big deal about them. Like, 
Well, they, they they have traditionally sold, depending on provenance, in over well over a hundred and twenty five hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Some of them even more than that. The irony is, is as we've said on this show, there seem to be more quote Paul Newman Daytonas in the marketplace than were actually made in the first place. So, <laughs> uh, but this one was actually Paul Newman's. So somebody had to have it. Yeah. Uh, what's really interesting is I think it makes the value of all the ones that are in circulation and, and are genuine makes them go up too. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. crazy. Uh, it's, it's a crazy watch world, my friends, 17.7 million, million, million. And it's the most ever paid for a Rolex of any kind. So that's, yeah, we'll talk about the new arrivals from our sponsor, the real, I got some good juicy ones for you to look okay. at. A few brigade, really nice brigades on the site. And instead of geeking out on a watch term this week, we'll switch gears again and we'll talk a little bit about some of the online auction houses. Some are good, some not so much. Mm. So stick around for that. But first, Jody has email. Yeah, let's have a look us. at it. The, the, the first one here is. Um Comes from Barry Fieldman. Oh, Friedman, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. From Orange, California. Barry writes in, Dear Scott and Jody, I'm an avid listener to of Watch Geek Time and a collector of all things Tag Heuer. Mm. I really love this brand and easily have 25 different examples of their watches, from vintage Heuer all the way to Hag Heuer Micro Girder. Is that how you say it? you got a Micro Girder? Micro Girder. serious guy. Right. Is there a reason why the show hasn't spent more time talking about this legendary brand? Mm, you know, it's a great question, Barry. Um, we have talked about it, and we have done a uh, a focus on it. But, you know, Jody, he has a good point. Maybe we should revisit the brand. They're very forward-thinking. Uh, they were run by and are still overseen by Biver, the guy who made you blow what it is. Right. The guy who's the big, the big LVMH guy. So, yeah, you know what, uh, Barry, we'll go back and take a look and talk about things micro-girder. That's a really, I, you know what I find about Tag Heuer, Jody, is the really, really high-end stuff they do is really fantastic. And the lower-end stuff that they do falls apart when it's on your wrist. So maybe that's why that's, we haven't. I was going to say, they have such a spectrum. Yeah. There's quite a, yeah. they have quite a wide range of timepieces, and on the low end, it's almost like it, it, it's just, well, I'm not going to say it on the show, but yeah. it's. It, okay. <laughs> I'm the, troubled the, with the lower end stuff that they make. How are the Monaco's, just in your opinion? The, 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 the vintage ones are killer. The ones that are the redos of the vintage ones are really nice. I mean, mm. the pushers are nice, especially the, the one with the, all the pushers and the crown on the left hand side on the nine hand right. nine o'clock hand side of the watch i think that's cool yeah so yeah and they also have a couple of uh bullhead uh watches well oh. you know uh, they got, didn't they do the ferrari the bull- the yeah Fer- oh see yeah. there you go so, that's way up there yeah yeah so that's the higher ender pieces yeah. that they okay hope barry's happy with my answer probably not so email number two comes from uh david no novak uh, from Seattle, Washington. Uh, very clever, Jody. <laughs> Washington. Yeah. David writes in Discord and Jody, I have a vintage Rolex from the 1950s that I'd like to start wearing again. 
because it has been sitting for a couple of years, I was curious what you would recommend doing before making it my daily wearer. Well, if it's going to be your daily wearer, David, you've got to get it serviced, um, especially if it's an older Rolex. If you want it to keep good time and you don't want everything inside of the watch to go completely south, you've got to get it serviced. They will take good care of you. It probably will not be inexpensive, but even a Rolex from the 50s can keep very darn good time. Uh, So get that thing serviced and enjoy wearing it every day. I think uh, you'll have something very, very unique. Mm -hmm. I think vintage Rolex is killer, by the way. Yeah. Like a bubble back. They're a little small for my wrist, but I think they're killer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and well, I think of it too. Matt was asking me the other day. I know I couldn't remember um, if I'd asked you if, like his Rolex, if he put it in for a service, do they by default de-gauss the uh, timepieces regardless? Like, yes. Is it part of, if it's genuine Rolex certified service? What they'll do is they will demag the watch, yes. Okay. It, 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 they'll also pressure test the watch. They'll do, an, that's why I recommend taking it either to a, authorized service center like Josh Croman of Croman Watchworks mm. in San Jose or Rolex. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, email three here comes from Andrew Gelfman from Richmond, Virginia. And he writes, Cindy Scott and Jody, I am not a watch geek by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm one of those heretics that gets the time from his phone. <laughs> Heretic. Heretics. <laughs> so... <laughs> But lately I've found myself taking notice of what my friends are wearing and some of them have some fine timepieces. All right. I've heard the two of you refer to this as a wrist fetish. And I was wondering if this was if this is curable. No. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> um but you can you can stave it off a little bit by going out and getting your own watch or watches to Oogle. Like I know that for guys like us that have more than one or two or three nice watches, we like to move them around and rotate them around. But again, this, this, to be honest, will likely lead to even more watch spotting, which we're going to get into a little bit more in, later in the show, like when we talk about what celebrities and sports figures are wearing. But Andrew, do me a favor, write us back and tell us about that first nice watch. It sounds like you're going to be getting yourself soon. <laughs> Heretic. Heretic. <laughs> Heretic. And finally, the last one comes from Lana Jacobson from Flushing Meadows, New York. Flushing Meadows. Mm. Uh, Dear Scott and Jody, I work in the financial district and have noticed just about every broker has a really nice watch. What does a watch say about the person wearing it that makes such a statement about who they are? Great question, Lana from Flushing. That is a good question. Do you think that, Scott, in your experience? I think... Having a nice watch uh, certainly says uh, it speaks to your level of success at times, depending on who you're meeting with. Um, There's more than just a Rolex or a Patek. Uh, There's a whole conversation about watches and how it relates to finer things and finer thinking and more precision thinking. You know, there's a reason why the Swiss are always on time. Their trains are never late. Right. There's a lot of respectability about the idea of being on time, yeah. being trustworthy. 
having a timepiece that's trustworthy. So when you walk into a room and there's a bunch of guys wearing very, very nice watches, I think you know you're dealing with serious people because nobody has just money to toss away. That's what I think. Mm. I hope Lana likes that answer. Anyways, yes, it says something about who you are and where you've been and what you've done. And it, uh, it relates a different way of thinking. Besides, the only legitimate piece of jewelry a man can wear is a watch. Questions or comments, please email us, scott at watchgeektime.com or jody at watchgeektime.com. Tweet us on the Twitter, at watchgeektime. On Instagram, watchgeektimepicks, instagram.com slash watchgeektimepicks, P-I-X. This is the watchgeektime.com podcast. Stay with us. What does your watch say about you? Right now it's saying you could have more money in your pocket. You see, the real real, the world's finest seller of authentic luxury items, can help you sell any fine watch that you're ready to move on. Our master watchmakers and horologists will give you a free quote. There's no obligation to consign. But if you do, you could make twice as much as through other watch resellers. Learn more and earn more at therealreal.com radio. That's therealreal.com radio. Farmers presents 15 seconds of smart. So you want to drive more safely. Stop eating. Take deep breaths. Avoid bad weather. Get eight hours. Turn it down. And of course, talk to farmers. Hi. Hi. We are farmers. And now, here's the watch geek, Scott Goldman. Very nice, time after time. Welcome back to Watch Geek Time. This is the WatchGeekTime.com podcast, and we all know it's a conversation about heritage, history, and why we're all hooked on horology. Tweet us on the Twitter at Watch Geek Time, on Instagram, which is Instagram.com slash Watch Geek Time Picks, P-I-X, and of course at WatchGeekTime.com. Hey, you know what, Scott? What? You know if you're the San Jose area. And you need your watch serviced, right? Right. You can go see Josh Cronin over at Cronin Watchworks. You know, Josh, he's a master watchmaker. And he ser- he has a service shop and specializes in servicing high-end watches, such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, and Audemars Piguet. And Josh is one of the very few certified in servicing of Amiga's coaxial movement watches. Mm. And that's Cronin Watchworks in San Jose, California. That's very helpful information, Joey. Yeah, check him out sometime. Thank you. Uh, so now we're going to talk about some of the hottie new arrivals at the Real Real. Can we do that? Yeah. So, uh, so have, have you pulled it up? Yeah. So I got that okay. first. So that first one up there is a brigade. Well, I'm going to go from really expensive. <laughs> we're going to go down. We're going to go down the list from really expensive down to. Something maybe we can get after you roll our next commercial. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, a Breguet Marine Royale 
Alarm watch. Very unusual. Alarm yeah. watch. 18 karat gold, 46 millimeters. What do you think of that one? It's beautiful. And look at the buttons on that thing. There's a lot of buttons on that yeah. thing. I, um, it's an automatic movement. It's got a power reserve. It's got, I think that thing on at 7 o'clock is it shuts the alarm off. See how the inner dial it, is where you set the alarm? Looks like it's set for 3 a.m., 3 a. I think. And the coloring, is that like the loom? That's that luminous luminosity. Yeah. And you'll notice that in the very window there, right middle of the 12 o'clock, there's like a little yeah. musical note in there. Yeah. So I think this button here turns the alarm on or off. Wow. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. $27,650. This, this watch new is like 46 grand. Wow. You know what? The, uh, the alarm portion there, you can see the marker on that inner dial. Is that um, a 24-hour a inner dial? So you know AM, PM? I don't know, but it looks to me like if you, if you notice this little guy here, that's what's deciding AM and PM. So I think the watch is a 24-hour alarm like you're right. describing. So I don't know that if that, what that means for this to be set at 3 a.m. Okay. Maybe this. Oh, you're right. Okay. Maybe this, yeah. this indicator over here tells us it's set for what. And you'll also notice there's like an extra hand underneath that hand which probably also does something. Who even knows? Wow. So is it GMT as well? That, that... It doesn't say it, but it could be because it's a marine watch. There could be something else going on. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right, let's go to the next one here. It's a Blanc Pond Tourbillon Lehman in gold. I dig this one. Tuxedo watch? This total tuxedo yeah. watch, but it's it's kind of unusual in that it has this this tracking tourbillon. It's almost what they call like a carousel tourbillon. Right. Right? Yeah. This one has a date display and an hours and minutes. Looks like a retrograde. Anyways, cool, right? Yeah. Very nice. 27 grand sells for retail. Survey said $70,000. <laughs> then another brigade, which I think is oh, ultra cool. So yeah. this is called a Le Reveil du Sarre. $18,825. What do you think of that? That's beautiful. So this Look is those hands. This really cool, right? Yeah. But this one is also an alarm watch. It has the two crowns that you set the time. You have two different alarms on this watch, it looks like. And then you got this little gizmo that either turns it on or off. So I think mm. that see, that's why I think on that other brigade, this piece is either AM or PM. Okay. Then there's yeah, anyways, let's look at the backside. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So this watch, uh, full retail, and just like I say, the real real is almost always 50% off at least. The full retail on this watch is $40,700 at the real real, 18825 Then there's a Patek Philippe, uh, Philippe Tiffany. This is slick. Dressy, there's your tuxedo watch, Jody. Mm. Yeah. If, you want to, if you're if you're looking for uh, a Patek under twelve grand, this is very elegant. This is a lady's watch, by the way. It's very traditional. Very traditional. Next on my hit parade is the Frank Mueller Conquistador Cortez, ninety four hundred dollars full retail for this watch. 
$23,900, more than almost 60% off retail. It's got the square dial. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a square body. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, like a tank. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a big tank of a watch. It's a huge square. Classic Frank Mueller font. Here's for you, Jody, this Breitling Transocean, you oh, world traveler. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I actually tried one of those on. Exactly. At, at Breitling, just had a look at it. and This one's got that yeah, it, inner, dot, inner bezel with all the cities listed. And of course, it's a... It's, it's a, quite a, a take from Breitling, you know, not only with the jet and military sort of, you know, DNA, but um, this one's sort of... It's nice. Uh, it's what, beautiful. What? I like this. I, I'm. I like the bracelet. That's what I'm digging. Mm. Is this the this stainless steel bracelet? But listen, this is a brand new watch. Eleven thousand five seventy five at the real real. Seven thousand nine ninety five. Get nice. on it. Patek. Another Patek. Hey, by the way, this Patek, this Calatrava, all day long, eight grand. It's probably the best deal of the show. And then there's a, a Hublot. For uh, six thousand, that's fantastic. Mm. That's fantastic. With the rubber strap, this is what uh, this is what we've been we've been seeing a watch similar to this on Dave Roberts' wrist. Uh, but I think for sure the other night we saw an Audemars Piquet. We were doing watch spotting. And we yeah. saw Dave Roberts, who's the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers, wearing an Audemars Piquet Royal, Piquet Royal Offshore. Very, very okay. nice. Royal Oak Offshore. Gee, how did Oak. you zoom in on that? Uh, they were they had the camera on it. They were talking about it. Oh, great. Here's a rare dog. This is a Rolex Sea Dweller. But notice the, the crystal has no Cyclops. Yeah, what's the deal with that? So it's- this is a this was a limited run of watches where they put the date on it, but they didn't put a Cyclops on it. Wow, okay. Right? So $5,495 for a watch retail is 10,009. I'm sorry, 10,795. Slick. Another Rolex under 5 grand, you got yourself a Datejust, Turnograph. Yeah. I like the I like the red uh, second hand. You got a Cartier Bayon blue. I, I did it Okay, Jody, for me, even though this is a men's watch typically or a gents watch, all day long this looks great on a lady. And the- yeah, and the co- the way they do the crown is very I guess that's pretty much one of their little signature you know things they do, isn't it? The way the crown is sort of in the body. In the case. Of, yeah, in the casing. Yeah, it's slick, right? And that's yeah. like got a little ruby stone that you can't really see in that picture. But yeah, that's a beautiful watch mm. for sure. Uh, six thousand five fifty full retail at the real real three thousand nine hundred seventy five dollar. Nice. I like that on a lady. Let me look at the back of it real quick. So it is an automatic. It has an automatic movement in it. Oh yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to another Cartier Bayon Blue. This one is considered a lady's watch because thirty three millimeters. The previous watch is forty two millimeters. Essentially the same watch, just smaller. This one's in quartz. This one, you know, lay, women wear watches more as jewelry, so they're liable to set it down for a they while. Don't wanna, they don't yeah. want to mess with it. So this is a quartz watch. 
uh, but really sweet. So stainless steel, 5,750 full retail, 2995 at the real real. And last but not least, I had to squeeze this Ulysses Nardin in there. This San Marco. Yeah. I love where they put the date. Right at 11 o'clock. Yeah. So this is in 38 millimeters, $2,425, best bargain of the day. What's that down there on three o'clock there? That's another. Well, see, that's the other thing. So I'm I'm trying to figure out: is this the date or is this the date? Is it dual time or? Because if it's a San Marco, oh, thank you for saving me. It's a GMT. <laughs> it's the WatchGeekTime.com podcast. We'll be right back. Farmers, we make you smarter about your insurance because what you don't know can hurt you. What if you didn't know that taking pictures of your belongings helps when you have a claim? Nice. Or that Farmers offers a policy that'll replace your car with a new one if it's totaled within the first two model years. And that parking near a street lamp deters thieves. The more you know, the better you can plan for what's ahead. Talk to farmers and get smarter about your insurance. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. There is a watchmaking standard that is revered around the world. That standard comes from Rolex. From clasp to bracelet to its unique watertight oyster case, a Rolex holds its value because it was intended to. Crafted from just three precious metals, platinum, steel, and gold, each defies the ordinary. Its steel, 904L, virtually indestructible and corrosion resistant, is incomparable. Its patented Everose Gold, created in an exclusive foundry, will remain beautiful for life. Inside, a genuine Rolex movement is a product of superiority and remarkable testing. It is unrivaled. At Rolex, flawless standards create more than a watch. They create a value that was meant to endure. For a complete selection of Rolex timepieces, visit your official Rolex jeweler. Available at Lux Bond and Green Jewelers, Westport, Greenwich, and other locations throughout Connecticut and Massachusetts, where every box has a story. What does your watch say about you? Right now, it's saying you could have more money in your pocket. You see, the real real, the world's finest reseller of authentic luxury items, can help you sell any fine watch that you're ready to move on. Our master watchmakers will give you a free quote. There's no obligation to consign, but if you do, you could make up to 85% commission, twice as much as through other watch resellers. Learn more and earn more at therealreal.com radio. That's therealreal.com radio. Rolex, Patek Philippe, Jaeger Lecoultre, Omega, Cartier, Breguet, and just about any other watch brands that come to mind. This is the Watch Geek Time Podcast. A man came up to me and asked me what the time was that was on my watch. Yeah, I said. Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? Hey, welcome back to Watch Geek Time. It's a discussion, a conversation, 
So stick around because that's what we talk about here on WatchGeekTime.com. Watches. Getting back to that Ulysses Nardin San Marco, Jody, that is a jumping hour GMT. It is. So is it like the two separate dates? Is that what it is? No, no. So what that is happening at 11 o'clock is the hour of your other time zone. I'll be damned. And every hour it jumps. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's (laughs) me too. Me too. Good eye, though, because you're right. There's a second. It almost looks like there's a second date on it. You yeah. see how you can advance it with that button? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got a yeah. little advance button at 1 o'clock. Very cool. You probably have another button. Yeah, there's another button at 7 o'clock to probably move it the other way. See, this, this, and, and, and look at the dial. Beautiful. Mm. Anyways. Watch Geek Time is sponsored by TheRealReal.com, so check them out. They do a great job, and we're going to do some watch spotting in lieu of watch branding. So, Jody, let's move through these really cool pictures that we have of various celebrities. In keeping with the Paul Newman Daytona part of our show, here's Adam Levine. Yeah, what's he got on there? He's got a Paul Newman Daytona. It is? Right there. Oh, but is that a black dial? That's a black dial. So that's what they call a panda. That's nice. Yeah. You know, that's, I hate to say, but that's sort of reminiscent of the uh, Speedy as well, in that coloring and the dial. That's true. Let's see what we got here. We got a real, oh, this is the manliest man of men. There's no more man (laughs) than this man, (laughs) David Beckham, who looks like he's wearing. A deep sea. Look at that badass Rolex. Is it? Yeah, that's a deep sea. Yeah. Because I thought he was also uh, um, wearing Tudor. Oh, he may very well be. They're not far from each other. Mm. He's probably the same advertising firm. What's this? This is, oh, this is in a movie. This is Bill Murray in a movie. (laughs) This is called, uh, uh, what's the name of this movie? Steve Zissou in The Life Aquatic. He's wearing a Vostok. He's wearing a Vostok amphibian because yeah. he, he can't afford the Blanc Pond deep sea that Jacques Cousteau wears. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Oh, this is Brooklyn Decker. This is uh, Pete Sampras's wife. And that's a gold uh, Rolex? What is that? Yeah. A, a solid gold Rolex Daytona? I didn't notice. I'll post a picture of this one on the website. People will know why I didn't notice. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Homer Simpson. What's he wearing? That looks like a Panerai. <laughs> Homer Simpson wears a Panerai. Very good. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We know it's theater of the mind. We're doing the best we can to describe what we're looking at. Let's see. What do we got here? Oh, Guy Fieri and his Zodiac. Very cool. Guy Fieri, for those of you who don't know, is the guy from... Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Uh-huh. The chef. The chef, chef. Guy Fieri. Uh, Bono, lead singer U2. Oh, what's he wearing? Sporting a Rolex. Looks like, I bet you that's a platinum one, though. Looks icy, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, what was the Edge wearing when you met him? Uh, Apple Watch. No, really? Yes. I got nothing to say. I'm quiet now. 
Let's see. What is, oh, Bob Harper, who is the expert in workout guruing. He's wearing an IWC. He's a big watch collector, Bob Harper. Okay. He's the guy okay. from uh, Biggest Loser. Yeah. Yeah. The trainer. Yeah, the trainer. Let's see what else we got. Uh, is that hmm. a picture of Bill Clinton over there? Bill Clinton is wearing a Panerai. No way. Very nice. Good eye. Uh, Panerai. Yeah, okay. Let's see. James Gandolfini, the late, great James Gandolfini. What's he wearing? Kobold? Kobold. Okay. The watch alone won't make you tough. No. But playing a gangster on TV won't either. So I don't. Let's see. What, what's, uh, what we got? Round and round we go. M&M. Submariner. Uh, Rolex Submariner. That's nice. What else we got? Matt Damon. Rolex. Wasn't it Rolex? Yeah, that's a Rolex. What is that? Explorer. Look at the look at the poker table in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Rolex. John Travolta. Brightling. Brightling. Is he endorsed? Yeah, he's with, a bright yeah. He's ambassador, whatever they call that, right? Ambassador. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, looky here. Look at my look at my box full of Arma PK. Get to the chopper. Uh, here's Rihanna. Oh, that's not a good picture. Let's see. What is this? Here's Rihanna's wrist. Look at all those G-Shocks. No. So she's wearing all those G-Shocks around her wrist. as <laughs> All daisy chains. Yeah, together. they're all daisy. Yeah, they're all daisy chains. She's got about seven or eight of them. All different colors. Here is Kobe Bryant wearing a Lumo Vogue. I think this is a Ublo, what they call a black mamba. Beautiful. Let's see if we can get zoomed in on there, Jody. Yeah. Beautiful watch. Nick Cannon. Former Blaine? former husband of Mariah Carey. Look at that. Jacob and Co. Blinga. Wow. So that watch has, if you'll notice, six different time zones on it. See what's going on there? Uh, and all those little, uh, it's like six, six sub-dials. And six different crowns to adjust them. And, and the whole thing is crusted in diamonds on a rubber strap. <laughs> <laughs> Should we keep going? Yeah. All right. Let's see what comes up. Uh, we got Tom Hanks. We got Tom Hanks sporting a Bell and Ross. Which one is it? It's a 103. Mm. Bell and Ross 103. One of the originals. Very nice. What else we got? Ah, Ryan Reynolds. This is in a movie. Ryan Reynolds was in a movie, uh, and he's wearing a Hamilton. He's trapped in a box, and I think the Hamilton watch is tagged with the time of how much time he has left. Right. 
before he can't breathe. All right. Ah. Who's that? Isn't he one of your fellow countrymen? It's Statham. He's British. He was in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Jason Statham. Statham, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is him as the transporter. And what is he wearing? Looks good. Panerai. It is? That looks like a Panerai to me. Yeah. I think the guy who's uh, he's got his arm around with the gun to his head doesn't look so concerned about the watch. But no. Who else we got? What do we got? We got, oh, we got Miss Jolie. She's wearing a Cartier tank. A Tank Louis, no less. Mm. Very, very nice. She's a brand ambassador for Cartier. Oh, hey, this will make one of our emailers happy. Ricky Gervais wearing a Monaco from Tag Heuer. Well, there you go. How about it? Yeah. That's your Steve McQueen watch. What else we got? Oh, LeBron James. LeBron James is wearing an Audemars Piquet. Which one is that? That's called a Volcano. Ooh, that's sweet. Yeah, I think... um quite a while back when we talked to him he's he's heavily involved with the brand too he's one of the brand ambassadors for sure uh lieutenant governor of the great state of california is gavin newsom he is wearing a panerai they've got a certain dna you could see them yeah well you i mean look yeah you can tell what they are literally just by you can see him. My mom called it a three-table watch because you could see it from right. three tables away. Yeah. Clive Owens, we all know, is wearing a Jaja Lecoult Reverso. Of course, he's a brand ambassador. And I, you know what? I am, am I, what have I got? Oh, Lindsay Lohan, who I don't know is really a celebrity or an actress or anything, but it looks like she's wearing somebody, she's wearing a stolen solid gold Daytona. Maybe it's Nicole Richie's who's right behind her with her eye firmly on the watch. Probably her, Nicole's bag, too. What else? Ezra Miller, who's playing a superhero in... He's one of the Justice League guys. Okay. Uh, he's wearing a totally trick. Jaja Lecoult. This is a Turbillon. With, uh, oh, I knew I saw you reaching for the board. <laughs> Turbion Perpetual Calendar on Ezra Miller. Hey, email us, scott at watchgeektime.com, jody at watchgeektime.com, and listen to these messages. We'll be right back. What does your watch say about you? Right now it's saying you could have more money in your pocket. You see, the real real, the world's finest seller of authentic luxury items, can help you sell any fine watch that you're ready to move on. Our master watchmakers and horologists will give you a free quote. There's no obligation to consign, but if you do, you could make twice as much as through other watch resellers. Learn more and earn more at therealreal.com radio. That's therealreal.com radio. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything, even a UFH2O. That's not good. That's not good. That's really not good. It happened August 14th, 2008, and we covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
This is the Watch Geek Time Podcast. I don't care what consequence it brings. I have been a fool for lesser things. I want you so bad. I think you are to know that I intend to hold you for the longest time. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Watch Geek Time. It's a conversation about heritage history and why we're hooked on watch spotting. Should we do a few more, Jody, before we talk about the auction houses? Yeah. Let's just do just a couple more. So, what do we got? We got our friend Sandra Bullock wearing a Chanel white ceramic. You know, I love, I don't know what it is about this watch, but I love it. Yeah. And I, and I understand it smells like vanilla. So my guess is that Sandra also smells a little bit like vanilla. Hmm. What else we got? Uh, oh, there's Seal wearing a Richard Millet. Oh, there you go. And you know what's ironic about this picture is the Leica camera that he's shooting with might be as expensive as that oh, Richard really? Richard <laughs> Rich Millet. Sharon Stone wearing a Rolex. Look at that. Steve McQueen wearing a Monica. <laughs> the real. The real <laughs> deal, right? Sting wearing a Casio G-Shock. Gee, that's early day. G-Shock, that one. Gordon Sabna. Yeah. Stallone wearing a massive, I think they call it an Egizano. It's a, also a Panerai. Tara Reid wearing a Rolex. Daytona not looking so good. Terrence Stamp, right? Yeah. Terrence Howard, excuse me. Terrence Howard wearing a tag hoyer. Uh, that's enough of that. Let's talk about auction houses, shall we? Good ones and bad ones? Or? Some are good. Some are not so good. Um, I've had good experience with some. Others, not so much. I would be very leery of some of them. Mm. Um for example, one that I think is probably very reputable, if you bought something on Sotheby's, you can almost be sure they've done all of the due diligence, right. checked out all the provenance of a watch, made sure it is what it is supposed to be, has box and papers. It has been appraised by somebody in the know or the somebodies in the noses. Mm. so that's how I would go about that I have had good luck with Sotheby's as have others not so with Anticorum uh, Anticorum has I think unfortunately not a great reputation at this point and if you take a little bit of time on, an, on a website called puristpro.com also known as watchsitepro.com you know you're going to see a lot of conversations about Anticorum and in particular a, a long and Sona watch that was reported as stolen many 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 years ago and then of course just popped up on an Anticorum auction right and the owner of the watch proved to the Anticorum people he had all the provenance. In, in other words, the box and papers right. and all the stuff to prove it was his. And instead of giving the watch back to its rightful owner, they returned it to the consigner. I bet that stirred a lot of... Um, well, 
Well, I'll tell you this. The watch can never go to Long and Sona for repair. Because right. if it ever does, that's it. The, the, the person who sent it in for repair will never see it again. Mm. They know it. And this unfortunate fellow who had this watch stolen had many others in his collection taken as well. So he watches these websites very carefully for his watches. There's a lot of meta tags that he uses to track what he's got. You know what I, I noticed just on that too, Scott? Um, mm. I, was look, I was in the boutique looking at the Zenith uh, timepieces they're brand new ones and, mm-hmm. and they had a special heat shrink over them and i thought that's interesting because that must be from the factory and i mean you have to when that watch is purchased then you have to remove that heat shrink yes so i just guess that adds to the uh authenticity of of the timepiece, I guess. Right. Well, yeah, I mean you you're putting your trust in these companies that are purporting to sell this stuff as either what we call NOS, which is known as new old stock. Right. A lot of these Patek Philippe watches that you see up for auction or for sale on some of the dot-com consignment sites are still sealed in their original boxes mm. and they have the wax seal to prove it, okay. you know. So these guys yeah. never take the package open. And it's it's interesting to me because if I buy a watch, I don't even if it's a lot of money, like like six figures, I want to wear it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I am. Uh, another one I think to watch out for uh, watches of Knightsbridge. Um, I've I've actually bid on watches on this site, and I've had uh, my my bids artificially, I believe, inflated by uh, what I'll call bots or stooges, confederates, the like. And uh, I don't bite on it. And then uh, I know that I've been botted because I see the watch come up for sale again. <laughs> so uh, I would be very careful with watches of Knightsbridge. They, they, they trouble me. I'll tell you, it was a, I'll tell you exactly. It was a watch I'd been looking for for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I won't say exactly what it is, but I found it there. They had an estimate of, Fifteen hundred and nineteen hundred dollars. I put in a bit of twenty three hundred dollars just right. to go, and it just happened to sell for twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And now, <laughs> if you look at the catalog for their next auction, the watch is back in it. That's unreal, isn't it? So I won't be bidding with watchesofnightsbridge.com any further because that's what I'm talking about. Comments, questions, write us, Scott at WatchGeekTime.com or Jody at WatchGeekTime.com. Twitter us at WatchGeekTime. Of course, the hashtag W-A-Y-W-T. Instagram.com slash WatchGeekTimePicks, P-I-X. WatchGeekTime.com. Jody, shoutouts. Leo Barry and, of course, Judy. Leo Barry and, of course, Judy. What about Matt? Oh, Matt. Yeah, of course. (laughs) How could I forget Matt? Shout out to my buddy Jeff and his lovely wife, who I mentioned last week are ready to move to Virginia. Safe travels. They're leaving tomorrow. My neighbors, Will and Richard, my buddies, Keith, E and John, Chris, Arun, Kenny, Matt, and the whole gang at one source. Tara from Fell Direct, Antoine Macedo from Antoine Macedo Watches in Paris. George, Diane, and Dylan out there in Woodland Hills. The hey, high George. Tech- there you see. <laughs> See, Jody misses you too, George. The high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. We call him Michael Carfield now because he's on a car show. 
Luis and Yelena from EM Therapeutics. Luis and Yelena, I'm feeling great. Thank you. You fixed me. And of course, my uncle's still pining away from my Ulysses Nardin. Thanks again to our new show sponsor and not so new anymore, therealreal.com. We love you. The entire group of professionals who work there are fantastic. Give them a call. Check them out, realreal.com. Farmers Insurance. Merci beaucoup to our announcer, David. Possibly to Sergi, my webmaster. Last but not least, thanks to you, my watch geek wingman, Jody. Good to have you here, my friend. Thank you. Where'd you come from? Uh, today, it was uh, Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks, T.O. It's a conversation about heritage history and why we're all hooked on horology. It's the WatchGeekTime.com podcast. And until next week, bye-bye. bye-bye.